Hey everyone, welcome to the show. On this episode, I'll be tackling the issue of mental health, something that really does need to be destigmatized, as it's not just something that happens to the other guy. You'd be surprised, especially after COVID. I think we've all been able to take stock of our own lives and realize it's something that can happen to anybody. It's something just about needing someone, support, friends or family, or even reaching out. I was lucky enough to be able to interview Rachel Green, the CEO of Sane.org. They've got a great program supporting the community for those uh, seeking mental health support. And this episode was taken from an excerpt from my new radio show, Radio in Motion, airing every Tuesday night from 6 to 8 p.m., on Sunbury Radio, 99.3 FM, or where all good streaming streams. So I hope you enjoy this next episode of I'm Not Famous. De La Soul with me, myself, and I, definitely a groovy 90s hit. Um, to kick off Men's Health Week here at Sunbury Radio, um, I'm joined tonight by... Uh, an amazing guest, Rachel Green, the CEO of Sane. They've got an amazing new program to support mental health. Are you there, Rachel? I am. That's fantastic. That's that's step one out of the way. <laughs> You're on the <laughs> line. That's good. Yeah, I was just checking out the website, uh, Sane.org, and just looking at all the the diverse programs and so many friendly, smiling faces on there. Could you tell me a little bit about what Sane offers? Yeah, sure. Um, so, uh, SANE's been around for 36 years. We're born out of the uh, consumer rights and human rights movement in the 80s. And uh, we're an organisation that advocates nationally for people with complex mental health issues, and we also provide direct service. In fact, in the last few weeks, we've actually launched a new service that's available to people with complex mental health issues that's offering free counselling and peer-to-peer support, which is support from another person who has their own journey of mental health recovery, all through a brand new online portal where people can work with our team to create a recovery plan. And it's a bit of an Australian first, actually. That's fantastic. Look, obviously, I I know COVID certainly didn't help to bring out, I think, stresses for everyone in general. But um, I notice it says uh, bridging the gap in Australia's mental health care for people. So how, how would you say it sort of does that bridges the gap between seeing your doctor or just you know, other types of support that you might need? Yeah, we're really um, focused on supporting people who have what we call, you know, either unsupported needs or under-supported needs. So, uh, for, an, for example, right now in Australia, there was a survey by the Australian Psychological Society that came out in February that found that uh, something like one in three psychologists can't take on any new clients at the moment. So quite a lot of people around the country where they're actually taking that step to say, you know, I'm really not traveling well, I need help. They're going to their GP, they're getting a treatment plan, and they're going and trying to get psychological therapy. They're actually not able to get in, so they're completely unsupported. So that's a gap that we are bridging with free counseling. And it's not just a one-off quick session. It's not a scripted session. It's actually doing the work and building a relationship with our counseling and peers team. And you can, you know, set a frequency that works for you. So you might want to have weekly counseling over a period of weeks and months to actually really try and address issues. So we call that bridging the gap because it's bridging that gap of people who are just, uh, you know, otherwise unsupported and we can be there for them to do some work, build some recovery skills while they wait for a referral. Because we're targeting, though, people with really complex needs, we're also addressing a gap for people who are under-supported. So they might have, you know, a clinician, they might have a psychiatrist, they might have one or a number of diagnoses, but they're not getting enough from the system as it is. And 
that's a really critical problem for people. Uh, the cost to see a private psycholo- psychologist or psychiatrist is often at least kind of 250 plus uh, out of pocket, um, even after the Medicare subsidy. So, you know, that might mean that people are limited in how much clinical care they can get. So by offering counselling and peer support and also group programs online, we're supporting those people whose needs are under-supported. Look, that's amazing. Also, it's, um, you know, there seems to be a bit of a, a, a stigma that, you know, mental health issues, you know, the fact is, is, is everyone's life is complicated and, and things just like job stress, money, life in general, poor diet, which I often forget about. And that's an important one, too. I know they say that what you eat can really can really bring you down. And frankly, lately, the weather. I'm just curious about how you sort of tackle that, how people don't really want to come out and, and admit that maybe you're just feeling a bit down and need someone. Yes, yeah, stigma is a huge issue. And it's one of the things that, we, that you know, is really um, core to our mission at Sane is, is challenging stigma and, and discrimination, which is um, what stigma results in. So... It, one way to think of it would be, you know, if you had, uh, you know, like a, a physical health condition that, that, that doesn't necessarily carry a lot of stigma, something like asthma, um, you could probably expect that in any, any town in Australia, if you needed a new ventilant puffer, you could go to a pharmacy and get one. People aren't going to necessarily treat you differently. And if you turn up in a hospital having an asthma attack, they're going to treat you. They're not going to sort of suggest that you don't deserve to be treated or you brought it on yourself somehow. But unfortunately that sort of stigma is still attached to mental health. And, we, ha- you know, I think that things have improved a lot for people with depression or anxiety, and particularly through the pandemic, everyone's had that really shared experience of isolation and, you know, struggling to cope and stress and uh, loneliness. But that hasn't that awareness and that acceptance of those things, which, you know, is it, a big deal, it is important, but it hasn't necessarily translated to um, more complicated mental health issues. So we're not hearing... To the same degree in workplaces, for example, people talking about schizophrenia or bipolar or psychosis or dissociative identity disorder or OCD or eating disorders or the complexity of just having more than one mental health issue. And so that means that stigma and, and discrimination are still really playing a role in society. And, that, you know, this is the thing that's been studied and we know that it affects people's um, likelihood of seeking help. It affects how they're treated when they do seek help. And so it's a really, it's a really big problem. And it's one of the things that we, we focus a lot of our work on. We have some amazing um, peer ambassadors, so people with lived experience of mental health issues and lived experience of being a family member or support person for someone who does. And if you head over to sane.org, there's a lot of great stories there to read that aren't necessarily what you think about complex mental illness. People tend to have a you know, really strong stereotype in their mind. It's not necessarily... doesn't necessarily reflect um, the reality. You know, for some people complex mental health issues can be really challenging, but other people, um, you know, are living well and and holding down jobs. And it really tends to depend a lot more on whether you're able to access good treatment and have a supportive network around you than on the illness itself. So, you know, that's why stigma is just tackling stigma is so important. And, And you mentioned stories as well. You know, I think that's another important thing is when you realize you're not alone, that other people in a similar situation, you'd be surprised. Or frankly, other people, which I'm often surprised by, who you think they, they really have it all together, when frankly, they've all gone through something themselves and, and maybe they found that, that support to pull themselves out of it. So I Yeah, just, absolutely. Yeah. There's something like 880,000 Australians live with complex mental health issues. And, and it really is more common than you think. Actually, on our 
on our website, one of the things that, that we also offer are community forums. So people can go to sane.org or saneforums.org and, and navigate to the forums. And those are 24-7 and it's a community of people who are chatting and talking about their mental health, but also just having fun and um, playing some pretty, me- some pretty cool meme games. Um, but it's a really social environment and that is one place also to go and to really realise that you're not alone. There's plenty of other people facing the same things as you. So you're sort of embracing that te- technology. I know I know telehealth was something that even a few years ago, I know in Australia, it wasn't really an option. And I think it really helped a lot of people to get through to, to give doctors that option. I'm not saying that it, it fixes everything. You still need to have the doctor poke and prod you in person sometimes. But but to be able to reach out like that is good. So do you have Ab- all, all those sort of avenues to reach out anon- anonymously? Absolutely, yeah. So we, we're, a, we're a digital service and we, we believe very strongly in working in partnership with the rest of the health system. So that's another thing we're doing quite differently through our service. You can refer yourself, but you can also get a GP referral and we can help you build a recovery plan for what we're going to work on together and you can send that back to your health professional. So we're really focused on working as part of the system. It it certainly has been helpful that during COVID, people have gotten a lot more comfortable with telehealth, with QR codes, with online portals and technology and that can be really powerful as long as it's done in partnership with local communities. So we like to say that saying, you know, digital excellence, but locally connected. And, and that's, that's a really big focus for us. That's fantastic. Look, I thank you again for joining me. I don't want to keep to you too long because, frankly, I could probably talk <laughs> about this all night. But obviously, I would love to have you back or anyone else in the program if you want to have a chat. Fantastic. How, how best would they reach out? Basically, the website, org. Sane.org, or you can call our helpline on 1-800-187-263. Our counsellors are available 10 to 10, so uh, they're on the phone lines right now. If um, this has impacted you or if you just want to know more and find out if our services are right for you. That's fantastic. Well, to anyone listening, reach out to Sane if you, if you need to have a chat. There's some wonderful people waiting on the other end, and I thank you again for joining me tonight, Rachel. Hopefully we'll talk Thanks again soon. Me. Thank you. All right. Bye. All right, that was Rachel from Saint. Sounds like they have an amazing program. And uh, like we were talking about, you know, these days, it can be the smallest thing about just feeling a bit down. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. It's not about wrong. It's about reaching out and finding that support. Might be families and friends. You never know. Um, and I think that's a great program. And they'll they'll connect you and put you on the right path. So I thank for them joining us. And uh We'll be up with more music next on Radio Motion.